Today's episode is brought to you by Wild, natural deodorant, body wash and shampoo bars. Wild uses clean and natural ingredients in all of their beautiful products, meaning they're good for your body and the planet. We don't have time for this. We'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where we make this podcast, the Garigal and the Garibagal people. We pay our respects to all First Nations elders, past, present and emerging. These lights offend me. Okay. DL's very exciting day in Podland. We are coming to you from our very own, we don't have time for this, pod studio. It's a hugely exciting moment. It's a massive milestone. Gem and I absolutely fizzing all morning. It feels like Christmas. We finally got our own space. We've made our own that is all plush and soft and set up and like we're comfy. We're not sitting squat on Gem's kids furniture around her bed amongst (laughs) her shit. But thanks for hosting for so many years. No worries. Um, It's just magical. We're so happy. But (laughs) I forgot. So we've got our own special studio within an office, like a shared office commune, I was going to (laughs) say, complex. And so we have our own office, but there's lots of other little offices that share the space and communal areas. So it's very much to all intents and purposes, we go to work in an office now. Mm -hmm. Now, OG listeners will know, Jem has never, ever worked in an office. And it's like I'm watching Ariel, the little mermaid, stumble (laughs) onto the beach with legs and very shocked and perturbed by her surroundings. Do you know what? There are things that have surprised and delighted me. And then there are things. Name (laughs) them. Well, for starters, there's free snacks. Oh, there's, there's tea, coffee, water and some snack jars. Like an assortment of an snacks. assortment of snacks. There is a huge jar of minties. Yeah, we love that. There's peach iced tea. I mean. It's out of this world. There's a soda stream. Very exciting. Yeah, look, Very there's, exciting. there's perks. There's a microwave, a fridge. Like, <laughs> the bar is okay. low. <laughs> there's perks. There's a microwave. <laughs> but Jem is like not coping with what you would actually call good office lighting no this is awful <laughs> it's not that bad deals it it's rips. not like low-hanging fluoros it is halogenic fluorescent no what it's not they're quite soft wouldn't you say producer kate like as offices go this is quite soft and tame I'm not straining my eyes. you're not straining your eyes yeah it's quite standard Gemma, for when you work in an office to have eye strain i hate it just from the <laughs> i've got eye strain I've already said to Revs, we're putting in an order for like five lamps and we will turn off the office lights and we will live in a glow of lamps. Of ambient glow. Yes. I can't do it. It's awful. She's very worried about things like, look, she's just like Nemo out of her (laughs) coral. Okay. She's no longer WFH, work from home. And there's little ways it's showing up. We went down to the kitchen and we got some lunch before and there was like this like office sweep going on. And they're like, do you guys want to pull, like be part of it, pull one out of the hat? And Jem's like looking at me like, do we have to put money, want to put money in? What's happening? I was like, no, Jem, this is called like an office sweep. <laughs> it's like everyone pulls one out and then there's a winner. She's like, oh, okay. We're like part of a community, which I love. (laughs) It's lovely. Yeah. I had a moment because there's like a coffee cart, Mm -hmm. I guess, that's here permanently. And I thought I should get to know him. (laughs) I did. I was like, I'm going to get his name because we're going to be here frequently. (laughs) 
I think we should become mates. I should get to know him. <laughs> She's just like, feels, I don't know how to describe in words in this audio platform. She is visibly uncomfortable not I, being in her house. She I'm can't a- clip her toenails in a meeting. <laughs> she can't quickly have a shower. Like she did wander around the communal spaces with Tuna on day one. Okay. She's never worked in an office before. <laughs> She literally walked around chewing, eating on the move with tuna, moving it through the whole communal space, chewing and being like, oh, so what's this over here? Like, girlfriend has has never worked in an office. And it's seriously, it's like, it's like watching an episode of Thank God You're Here. How dare you save that for the record? I buried the lead there. I didn't feel judged. I was just casually eating my tuna, talking to Joy, the office manager, <laughs> not realizing that's that the was- other thing she said. She's like, "Wow, Joy, like, mustn't have that much to do if she's like putting out lunch for everyone." I was like, "Jem, she's the office manager." She's like, "Yeah, but like, she must not have that much." To-. I'm like, "That's what an office manager does." She's like, "Just that, just putting out lunch." I was like, "No, they handle the printing and the keys for everyone and the like Wi-Fi and the lunch and then make sure there's enough coffee." <laughs> Girlfriend has no idea. It's actually crazy. <laughs> Producer Kate was like, so tell me, Gem, like, what was your first job? <laughs> like everyone's looking at her like she's this specimen that needs to be studied. Oh, man. <laughs> DLs, for those who are curious, of which there will be few of you, but my, <laughs> my first job was at McDonald's. Then I worked in a cafe and then I worked in a pub for years. And, and then, then she I got Neighbours. And then I moved to Melbourne and worked in television on Neighbours. And then after that, I worked for myself. Yeah. I have never worked in an office. I think I have stepped foot into my husband's office once and looked around and went, cool. <laughs> Not um, for me. <laughs> but I've spent one full day now nearly in our office <laughs> and the thing that is bugging me the most is the lighting. Okay, well, we can change that. We can work with it's it. It's funny, Dales. I've had to tell Jem sometimes when we have meetings, like, Jem, you can't have lunch on the Zoom. And she's like, but why not? It's lunchtime. I'm like, no, it's not lunchtime. This is a work meeting. And you can't eat your Thai noodles I do, though. on Zoom. I, think I know people- you do. No, people don't find it charming. <laughs> <laughs> it's rude. Is it? I just, you just, you don't, how could you know? You're Alice in Wonderland. (laughs) I worked in an office where you weren't allowed to eat in meeting rooms. Not coffee, not a Mm. snack, not an apple, nothing. It was no eating in the meeting rooms. That's suffocating. (laughs) Too many rules. Do you know what I did enjoy though? Tell me. The commute. It's eight. (laughs) (laughs) If if we're going to get specific on Google Maps, it's eight minutes. DL's commuting right now to their 45 (laughs) minute away workplace being like, fuck you, Gemma Peanut. You enjoyed your eight minute commute to your pod studio. (laughs) A whole new world. Should we get into the episode? Let's do it. We have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you. With emails and meetings and husbands and kids, we don't have time for this. Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, a.k.a. Gemma Peanut on the gram, along with my co-host in the pod studio. Kate Reeves in the pod studio. We are in the potty pod studio. I have exciting news. Oh, more exciting news. It's personal news. <gasps> You're I pregnant? have a, no, I'm not, <laughs> I am not pregnant, 
But my brother and sister-in-law, oh, with the child. With child. Jem's having her first blood niece or nephew. He's a boy. Oh, it's a nephew. Even better. Not even better. Don't at me. I'm sorry. Take it back. <laughs> Why is it better? Because it's great. Little boys are the best. Look, they're fabulous. We know this. But I'm just very, very excited it's to be an auntie so again. But yeah, this feels a little different. It is different. It's different. Because there's some blood, you yes. know, mixed in there. That's that kind of a bit of mine, you some know? What? I don't know. A bit of blood. blood. And do you know what I enjoy? Obviously, I love my nieces and nephews on my husband's side. Absolutely adore them. But the other fun thing that I'm looking forward to with my nephew is the melting pot of jeans. Yes. And I'm just curious. You know, I'm just nosy. Yes. I'm like, what's this little guy going to look like? fucking love jeans and how they collaborate. I'm like, are we going to get some Asian throwback in this kid? Hope so. I really hope so, It's got to show up somewhere. Yes. DL's Jem's brother is married to a white Caucasian American woman so it's sort of similar to her and hubs like it could come out exactly like Raff and Iggs mm-hmm. real blonde real mm. Caucasian yep but you know your brother holds more t- way more tie than you mm. I would say his Asian genes are stronger yes so I don't know maybe the little boy is gonna take that paternal line mm. of strong tie genes and come through for us all I know is I'm very excited oh. to hold a newborn because yes. I've been catching feels like I don't want to be pregnant again I don't want any more children but lately when I see a newborn I Mm. I just get a little bit like oh they smell so fucking good they do they're just so squishy and cute I know immobile (laughs) immobile and they don't chat back yeah they don't call you bra and they sleep a lot like (laughs) they're just little legends anyway very excited they sleep a lot that was a trolling sentence to anyone with a newborn right now (laughs) (laughs) I hugged a newborn last week and <laughs> that came out so weird. I hugged a newborn once. It's like, I've got gay friends. <laughs> like, I hugged my friend Becky's newborn, her third baby. Little her, boy, little girl? Little girl. Her, her eldest is four. Oh, wow. And this is her third child. Girlfriend did not mess around. She's such a natural born mum. Oh. Anyway, she smelled like milk and cookies. Mm. Mm. Scrummy, so good. Scrummy. Well, you will love having a nephew because I have two nephews. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, I love it so much. It's so special. Auntie love is very different to yeah. mother love. Mm. Yeah, you can be cool and fun and hand them back. <laughs> Best part, right? Now, I have a bone to pick with who? You. Oh, but. I feel supported. Oh, God. Are you just trying to troll me to get me back for the episode where I trolled the shit out of you? No, because I'm not like that. I'm not a grudge holder or a scorekeeper. But I have had an avalanche of DMs telling me people care deeply about my ghost. If we took the percentage of those people that DM'd you. Just give up on this. No, and just marked it up against our actual numbers of listeners. I question if it's an avalanche. It is. Mm. It's an anecdotal avalanche of DMs because I don't, you know me, I'm not going to math it. Look, I feel like they felt the need to come out in droves to support you because I said no one Oh, you no think it's a pity follow? I do. It's a pity DM. Yeah, it's like let's make nope. Rebsy feel better. No, no, no one's spending make time. Make her feel seen. No one has time for that. People have time. You're in front of me, my best friend, and you don't have time to make me feel better. <laughs> okay? No. Why would the DLs be wasting their time on that? They want to know about my ghost. Rebsy, I have so much time for you. Yeah. Your personal life. <laughs> Your work life, all the time in the world. Just don't have time for your ghost stories. That's it. 
Okay. Well, anyway, the ghost was back the other night and I almost went live, but then he went away again. So I was like, well, convenient. Convenient. (laughs) I almost went live. It's like on a t shirt somewhere, you know, and I'm going to buy it for you because it just proves your bullshit. It doesn't prove anything. I caught a little bit on video. My computer went bang on bright in the middle of the night and made noises and then it went black. Crazy. That's me trying to get on board. That's crazy. Okay. It was a night where I'm usually all by myself. Luckily, Americano was Always, there. right? Yes. <laughs> yep. But luckily, Americano was there. And can he corroborate your story? Because I actually saw Americano today and I didn't see him bring it up. He slept through it. <laughs> Again, convenient. But it made me feel less scared that he was snoring next to me. And you know what? That's all I care about. Thank you. Is you feeling less scared. Because that's horrible. Feeling scared in your own home Don't is horrible. Don't try and be earnest with me now. <laughs> no. You don't care if I get ghost murdered. It's fine. Like I said, I put 10K on it. You will not be ghost murdered. Well, I can't wait to collect. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Do you know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for? Look, I don't want to continue the trolling, but I don't have time for it. But I want you to tell the DLs. Guys, I got a call on my phone. (laughs) What's happening, Revs? (laughs) I got a call at 10 p.m. last night from Gemma. Now, that means one of two things. Either Hubs is away or or she just finished a series that she'd binged from 7 o'clock. Oh, well, in this case, it was a little from column A and a little from column B. So I was like, she's calling me at 10, so Hubs is not there to put her to bed. (laughs) True story. And uh, she's got some time and she has something to talk about. Because if you call me, you didn't even send me a voice note to kick it off. Call straight away. I was like, oh, either something's wrong or she needs to chat. Can I admit something? Mm. I wasn't sure if you would answer because I knew it was an Americano night. Ah, okay. So I was like, oh, will she, won't she, will she, won't she? And when you answered, the first thing I said was, are you with Americano? Yeah. And you were like, yeah. And I was like, oh, it's fine. I don't want to interrupt your night. (laughs) And you were like, it's okay, I'm allowed to answer my phone and I'm allowed to talk to my best friend. Yeah, because I know you and Hubs, it's like you guard your evenings. We do, that's They're true. They're special. We don't. Yeah. We're on our phones scrolling, watching TV, making calls. It's fine. <laughs> so just because so I was you, just projecting You were projecting your precious, respectful, yeah. loving relationship onto my scrolly one. <laughs> so I answer. Mm. And Jem said... Bestie, I think we need to go on the block. I did. Straight up. I think we need to apply for the block. And I was like, what? And then Jem did her laugh that this is very specific kind of laugh that, you know, dedicated DLs may know. Mm-hmm. It's a very high pitched laugh that Jem only does when she's deadly serious and wants you to get on her vibe train, but you're not picking up what she's putting down. <laughs> that's, all, that's kind of like it. She was like a... <laughs> That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a bird in distress. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay. That's always my sign to be like, oh, no, no. She really wants me to do this. Take it seriously. Hear her out. You did not even slightly hear me out. You called me out for being crazy. Well, it, it is crazy. Repsy, our whole brand <laughs> as besties is yes and. Yep. It's like one of us comes up with the idea and the other goes, yes and. Yep. We'll do X, Y, and Z. And yep. the other goes, yes and. And, and I already feel a bit bad about not being yes and about Olivia Rodrigo at, to the level that you require. Thank you. Yeah. That's the first time you've acknowledged that and I really appreciate it. <laughs> I'm just saying. It means a lot. Continue. And I'm happy to do a listen party next time she drops an album. Thank okay, you. Okay, I'll be there with ice cream and tissues. Perfect. Talk me through this. My I- thinking? Your thinking. 
Okay. Because, so, like, you know, it's months, right? It's months. It's you 12 s- weeks. Okay. So three months. Correct. Well done, Revs. <laughs> well done, General that Maths. That was quite – I didn't even do General <laughs> Maths. That's quite fast maths for me. It was. Three months away from your babies mm-hmm. and the podcast. No, I understand that the commitment is huge. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I've thought that through. Okay. Look, obviously I watched the block finale. Yeah. And before DLs who are fans of the block were like, oh, you just want to make $1.68 million or whatever. who doesn't? Sure. But I just thought we'd be great. I thought we'd slay it. Yeah. You know, I was watching it and I was looking at the houses and I know that we are both creatives. Mm -hmm. So that would be problematic in the sense that we would both want to design the rooms Mm. and we would both want to do the shopping. Mm -hmm. But I declared to Revs I would give up the shopping if we went on the show. I just don't believe you. No, I would. What would you do then? I would shift dirt. No, painting. (laughs) Shift dirt. Look. Oh, my (laughs) Someone's got to. It's not going to be chummy. (laughs) Why not? Jem, I love you so much. You have an insane work ethic, but your insane work ethic involves delegation, making hires and teams. Okay. But I don't shift fucking dirt. (laughs) We literally brought people on tour with us to inflate balls. Okay. You're not going to shift dirt. But I feel like I would go into this with a different mindset. And there'd be cameras everywhere. So you'd be like, oh, I better shift some dirt. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Got to make that montage. Don't you think it would be fun? Um, I, look, there's no denying every contestant who goes on it literally says this is the hardest, hardest thing, thing I've ever done. But also the most rewarding okay. thing that I've ever done, the most growth I've experienced, yada, yada, yada. I'm just, I wonder if I'm going through a little bit of a quarter life, it's not even quarter, we're nearing mid, like some sort of midlife crisis. Mm-hmm. But instead Wait, of- how do you know? <laughs> well, because I'm having these overwhelming feelings for like a new experience, okay. you know? Ooh, I love that. So, I love that vibe. Yeah. And I'm not like, yeah, I'm going to buy a Ferrari because I can't <laughs> afford one. I'm not like interested in divorcing my husband. I'm not interested in having an affair. You know, like I'm not- Swinging is over. That was a flash in the pan it of an was. idea. Yes. So now my new thing is like- Maybe I need to have the experience of going on a reality TV show. Okay. And, and of then, all the reality TV shows that you like, mm-hmm. like I would just say The Amazing Race. I would also like to do that. I have been. <laughs> <laughs> Hubs, I'm going to spend one year hitting up a bunch of reality shows. I've been begging you to go on Dancing with the Stars. But that's just me. I want to do it with someone I adore. You know, the oh, conversation I, like I had with you – about the block I also had with my mum about the amazing race yes I pitched that I was like mum we could go on the amazing race Mm. and I've been watching the celebrity amazing race and Ali Simpson you know Cody Simpson no no okay celebrities always loose with these shows yep anyway Ali Simpson is Cody Simpson's sister Cody Simpson dated Miley Cyrus Mm -hmm. he was like a wannabe Justin Bieber Scoot and Braun was his manager anyway he's given up singing and now he's training to be an Olympic swimmer okay and he's well (laughs) well, that's a summary and a half yeah he's well on his way (laughs) Ali is his little sister she was on Nickelodeon didn't make it in LA and has I guess a a sort of a name for herself she's got like 1.5 million followers on Instagram casual casual and she's on it with her mum. So I was inspired. All that to say. <laughs> I was like. Come I on, Yai. Yeah. 
I feel like Yai and I would I be great. I think you and Yai would be amazing on The Amazing mm. Race. Yes. And then Yai and I got very granular mm-hmm. about what if it's an eating challenge? What yeah. would we do? And then I was well, like. Well, you wouldn't do it. No. If you're not going near your husband's testicles, you're not eating cow ones in India or whatever. Highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. Yeah. The gag yeah. reflex would really kick off. <laughs> Absolutely. But, you know, we were divvying up the challenges mm-hmm. and then we were like, okay, well, if there's a challenge we both can't do, then the trick is to like go straight to the finish line and take the penalty. And oh, just you've wait got ta- out the you've pen- got strategy. Babe, I've got strategy for the block. What is it? That's for me to know and for <laughs> no one else to know. You don't want people to hear because you really think we're doing this. <laughs> You're like, we can't put it on the podcast because then our strategy will be out in the open. Correct. Anyway, my question to you is, Revs, would it hurt to audition? <laughs> But if we start to audition, I'll get really competitive and I want to do a really good audition. Yeah. And then well, what if we get on the block? Who's going to look after my children? I don't know who. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't thought that part through. I guess if I made a million bucks, that would be quite good for my children. Yes. Yes. Then we could yeah. have a yard. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Still chasing the yard dream, are you? <sighs> Quietly. Oh, really? Quietly. Was it after staying at Yo Cabo? Yes. Yeah, and you were like, oh, I, I see the like, benefits oh, of the yard. Oh, you literally open the back door and then you can have a yeah. coffee. Remember yeah. that one? They're off the screens. Mm. Yes, but the main – anyway, <laughs> we're getting off track. Um, I just feel like yeah. I will be the one painting while you power down from being so tired. Tails. <laughs> You know how Rev's mentioned that we're in our new office, our new pod studio. Our new offices. (laughs) We're in our new pod studio and um, things needed to be built for this space. Two chairs. Two armchairs. (laughs) Two armchairs needed legs. Also arms for our microphones. Also curtains (laughs) needed to be fed through a rod. Oh, my God. (laughs) Where are you trying to go with this? I think it's obvious. Okay, yes. I'm not saying you can't muck in. I just don't see that in our dynamic that there's an obvious split of responsibilities. I think we'd both struggle. Yes. I mean, obviously you'd look after the budget. I would definitely. I can't be let anywhere near that shit. And I told you. you have to promise me that you wouldn't be saving. (laughs) No, definitely not. It's got to be spent. Revs, we will be crushing every challenge. We will be flush with cash. Okay. I'll be making it rain cash over your head. Okay. And I will relinquish shopping duties to you. For reals? For reals. But I would need to be in design chats with you together. Yes. And do you want me FaceTiming you from the shop? Maybe not. I reckon we've got a shorthand. We've got trust there. I I would trust that you would. Actually, you know what? I think you could because in the last year when we've had to do a lot of shopping, you've really trusted me to just go and procure. Yes, I have. Yes. I see. You're getting it. We're an amazing team. What if we were put on a shit season where the housing market crashes and it's all this time and effort and we make 20K? We have to be okay with that reality. I don't. I'm not. Okay with that reality. Yeah. It happened to a team this year where they made $60,000, where one team made over a million dollars and another t- team, I think in total, made $1.75 million. Wow. $1.75 million. So you'd be pretty crushed. Greatest. If you made $60,000. You would. In Didn't they get shade though for being having a tanty about it? Yes. So, so I didn't watch so you need to fill me no, in. No, so it's what? not worth filling in okay. but they weren't the likeable couple. All right. They weren't the faves. Look, you could say they got a bit of the villain edit. Okay. But what if we got a villain edit, Jim? I know, but wouldn't that be funny? Oh, and that would be cheap and easy to do because it's like, oh, they're fucking influencers who come on the block thinking they can control the content and that would piss us off. <laughs> 
Would it? We black. What are you shooting on? No, I reckon we. What's the color grade? Revs. If we're gonna do is this, this, like an under sixty second reel, or like what are we talking about? <laughs> Where's the first camera? What's the B camera? <laughs> what do you What are you micing this with? <laughs> It'd be fucking annoying. We would be, but I think that's okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I don't know. I feel like we'd be great together on the block. It's all I'm saying. I just think if you strip all the reality TV stuff, I understand it's a huge component on it, mm-hmm. but like there's something cool about creating rooms. Like we did it yeah. with our pod studio. Yep. <laughs> yep. We're passionate we'll about it. put a rug this. down. We didn't paint. <laughs> we did hire a painter. Yep. We didn't the, put the soundproofing I in. will admit I hate painting. Mm. Can you take the lion's oh, share no. of painting? No. No. I feel like you enjoy painting. Don't try to convince me I enjoy painting. Didn't you paint your cabinets at your apartment? Yeah, but that's just because I think of it that day and I want it done instantly and my hyper-focus takes me to Bunnings and then I'm painting before I know what's what. Yeah, you but know? we would be able to harness your hyper-focus. That's true. That's over true. A tw- because we would just be like – we, okay. would, we would have to park podcasting for 12 weeks. Well, I was going to say, what are we going to do with the potty? The DLs will rage. Yes, they would. But also, how cool would the experience be? I guess they could watch us. Oh, no, but it wouldn't be. T- it wouldn't time up. I know. But <gasps> we could do episode debriefs okay. on the block. Are, do you know what's awkward is there's going to be a bunch of DLs who are like, what is The Block? Oh, international DLs? Mm-hmm. The Block is a renovation show, international DLs. It's quite cool. Basically, they give you a house and you have to renovate it over 12, 12 weeks. weeks. Every week is a room reveal and a room challenge. But at the end of it, you have a whole house mm-hmm. and then it goes on the market and then anything over the reserve. So any profit of that house you walk home with. Some people have had like life changing wins. $1.75 million I mean, is life changing. Yeah. And it went to a couple. You know, often you have like you and I, obviously, if we won 1.75 million, we would see 40. Correct. Thanks to my painting. <laughs> 640 to me. Taking on the no, <laughs> taking on the managing painting. the budget. <laughs> <laughs> I would ha- want to learn how to use one of those spray painting P. systems. Anyway, I'm just pitching it. I'm putting it on the table. DLs, what do you want? You can decide to pick it the up. The DLs can decide. DLs, do you want us on the? Just <laughs> laughing so hard. The DLs might be like, we can't go 12 weeks without a potty. They'll have to. Well, I don't like this for them. My husband would not like this. Your husband will end it all yeah. with you. He'd be like, Are He'd be like you, you know insane? what? You're taking the piss at this point. <laughs> you know, a month on tour was bad enough. Now you want to fuck off for three months to build a house yeah. that I don't even get to barbecue in? Yeah, but what if I got to come home with $800,000? I mean, that's pretty exciting. Yes. That is pretty exciting. Yes. Mm. It's epic. Anyway, larger picture. Okay, well, if you can picture the hubs and the DLs, I'll think about auditioning. Amazing. Ad break. Got to keep the lights on. DLs, you're not going to want to skip this one as we have one of the biggest discounts we have ever procured for you from this awesome brand. I am extra excited about today's sponsor because DLs, as you will know, this started out as my not spawn. And now it's spawn. How good. Okay, so on your reco, I've started using wild natural deodorant and then wild came to us and asked if we wanted to try the full range. So Obviously, we jumped on that. That's right, DLs. Consider us your natural body care crash test dummies. <laughs> so I've been using wild deodorant for nine months now and I love the change. My motivation for stopping using regular store-bought deodorant was the aluminium and parabens. Mm. I mean, we use deodorant every day, so mm. I want to try and avoid all the harsh chemicals as well. 
Wild's whole thing is that it's all clean and natural. Did your body adapt straight away? Did it take a minute? Okay, so you do need to give this a couple of weeks, okay? okay? There is an adjustment period like anything natural. So my recommendation to you, Revs, was Mm. definitely to give it a full fortnight and then decide how you like it. Okay. You did, but for me it's been pretty seamless. I will say I'm not an overly sweaty girl, but I have always used strong deodorant and, frankly, it's just time to get off the chemicals. Mm -hmm. Personally, I'm loving the switch. I've found it really easy and the dispenser is really gorgeous. The user experience, just great. Have you got a go-to scent? Oh, babe, I'm all about the fresh cotton and sea salt. Mm. I will say they have got this new Rainforest Oasis scent that I'm keen to try. I am using that one and it's dreamy and it comes in the body wash too and I'm always auditioning body washes. So far, I am loving this one. Rebsy, do you love how you can choose your deodorant Mm. case Mm colour and just pop in the recyclable refills? You know, it makes doing the right thing for the environment feel very nice and bougie. Obsessed. Loving the shampoo bars too because I'm always cringing at the waste in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And of course, all wild products are vegan and cruelty free. So do something for the planet that your future self will thank you for and check out Wild today with 25% off your entire order. Use code NOTIME, all caps, no space, at the checkout. 25% is huge. Yeah, it's actually the highest discount Wild are offering in Australia and it's exclusively for you, DLs. Go to wearewild.com and use code NOTIME at the checkout for 25% off. Enjoy. Do you know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for? People with travel anxiety. Eek. You know, the people who have no chill but project their no chill on the travel chillers. Oh, I know it well. Yeah. So you are a chilled traveller. I'm very chill. Yes, I know this because we did travel through Russia together. You are very chill. I'm chill. Yeah. I'm even more chill about packing. Way I'm, more chill I'm, than me. I'm the same day packer kind of guy. I feel I earn my chill by planning ahead that's fine whereas you're just straighty go to woe chill chill bags yeah <laughs> chilly <laughs> chill bags <laughs> i'm a coaster okay a coaster. when i slip into holiday mode i'm like there's no deadlines there's no timelines yeah. well flights <laughs> sure okay yes yes i will give you that but my husband mm. not a chill travel day no. guy okay he's on edge yeah. I think a lot of people will be able to relate to this. Mm-hmm. There are often people who have family members, unchilled travel parents, yes. for example. Mm-hmm. You know the people I'm talking about where on the, any day of travel, it doesn't matter if you're leaving at 10 a.m. or 10 p.m., it's like they've just got their knickers in a knot. All wound and, up. Yes, and it's like they've got PMS. That's what I – because when I have PMS, I'm a snapdragon. Irritable. I'm irritable, yes. I'm on Short edge. Fuse. Yeah, everything's – I've just got my knickers in a not and I can't quite put my finger on why. Now this is my husband's version of PMS and Mm. it manifests during travel days and I've had conversations with him about this. Now I anticipate it where I'm like hey baby I know it's a travel day I know you're gonna get your knickers in a knot. Is there any way? (laughs) (laughs) No but he knows it. Okay. He owns it Mm -hmm. and he knows it and I have to counter his energy. Oh that's the hard bit. Yes. Is you feel like you have to be extra chill Mm -hmm. and go with the flow and fun parents. Yes. To like yeah balance out the intense irritable I just have to remind him Mm. aside from flight deadlines which I will give you but outside of that there is nothing else that's begging or calling or urgent Mm. 
you know, yes, check-in is two, but it's okay if we arrive at 2.30, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes, we made a dinner reservation at six, but, like, who cares if we're 20 minutes late? Like, I just slip into island time. A big one is when you arrive at a, like, self-contained accommodation and there's shopping to be done. It's like you cannot relax Mm. until that shop is done. Okay. Until the hire car is picked up and the shop is done and all the bags are in and then you may chill. Yes. That's my husband. Yes. Totally. He's you like, know who's a bit like this? Who? And he's going to be real cranky at me and probably disagree. Show daddy, Benny. Oh. Benny and I have holidayed together a few times mm. and travelled together and uh, he, he's shirty mm. on a travel day. He's <laughs> like, come on, come on, let's go, let's go. No dilly-dallying, you know, unpacking through security or – Watching him pack a car is a real experience. (laughs) I did experience this on the tour. And you cannot help him. No. He must do it himself. He must be the alpha dad and do it all. When we went away to Hilltop Farm Stay Mm -hmm. together as families, he just needed to get on the road by a particular time. And Mm. I was like, do you think it's going to make any difference if we hit the road at 8.30 versus 9? Like, It's like it's life or death for them. It's like it's life or death. Seriously, my husband's like, no, no, if we don't get on the road before 8.30, then we're going to hit all this traffic getting out of Sydney. And I'm like, really? (laughs) Like between 8.30 and night, like, can we just grab a coffee? No, we've got it. We've just got it like in a flap. And until you hit the highway, just zero chill wound up. Yep. My husband's the same. Yeah. And look, I've just been thinking a lot as well about moods because we talk about how, you know, our kids can have volatile emotions. And I was saying to Revs how the thing about Rafa's moods, because I say, oh, you know, like I'm struggling a bit with Rafa's mood sometimes. And Revs goes, she's five years old. And I'm like, yes, I understand that five-year-olds can be emotionally volatile, Mm. but I really struggle when it permeates through the entire household and sets the tone for our entire higher family yeah. for the day. Not cool. And you just can't escape it. And I feel the same about people with travel anxiety where you start to wear the panic. Yes. And it I'm rubs like, off on yes. everyone. And I'm like, why am I feeling panic? Like we literally don't need to be anywhere by a certain time. Now I'm talking like road trips, yep. okay? And the, my favourite thing about driving anywhere is you're on your own schedule. You're mm-hmm. not trying to make a flight or whatever. So I struggle with that energy of like, we've got to go. Like exactly what you're saying mm. with show daddy, we need to leave by this making time. Making good time, making good time. <laughs> but, I, okay, I try and do a thought experiment. I try and slide myself into Hubs's shoes. If you are that way inclined, yes. right, where you like to feel in control on a travel day and you like to be very scheduled, someone like me would be a fucking nightmare. Yeah, because he'd be right? like, why don't you care? Yeah. Yes. Why don't you care, and, care and, more? And my uber chillness would drive them insane. Maybe, yeah. I imagine. Yeah. Like my husband cannot handle when I haven't packed. And he'll try and say things like, you know, I've got to pack the boot the night before because I have to get the surfboards on the roof. I'm doing that right now. <laughs> I'm doing that now. Have you packed? You're like, it's not the night before. <laughs> like, you know, but just little things like that. And I'm just... I'm just, I feel like. They love to pack a car, don't they? They do. They love to pack a car. Can we unpack that a little more? Like, (laughs) what is that? I feel Is your dad like that? Listen, I was about to say, I hazard a guess this is a male trait Mm. because, yes, my dad has a travel mood. Now, I believe he's gotten better in his old age, although I don't travel with him much anymore, so I wouldn't know to verify. Mm -hmm. But, no, he's the same. Any time that's travel day, it's like we're on, we're on, we're on, don't talk to me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The car must be packed or we must get all the shit ready and, like, lined up in a row outside for the Uber and or the taxi and getting here and then at the airport there's a way 
way to do it. And if anyone gets in my way and mm. it's an airport, someone's going to oh, get in your way. 100p. <laughs> it's like, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like the mood cloud that erupts from them. I think it's because men don't often, outside travel, have to juggle many balls. And travel does require and juggling tra- balls, travel especially with your family. requires organising and coordinating many things, schedules, people, things and time pressure. Mm, there's a lot of moving parts. A lot of moving parts. And women are like, yeah, I call that Tuesday, bitch. <laughs> yep. Like we are so used to it. But men are like, there's a lot going on, okay? There's just a lot going on. It's like, I think you've nailed it. It's like, mate, all you got to do is drive the car. And if the bag goes in slightly sideways and there's a bit of free air in your Tetris <laughs> setup, no one going to die. You know, like, yes, it's not the end of the world. It is not the end of the world. I can identify with just wanting to be somewhere. Yes. Like and if there's faffing around for whatever reason, if there are delays, if a few too many delays stack up, you just want to get to the place you're mm. going. I do identify with that feeling. But I don't identify with the, yeah, putting that big mood on the whole car yes. or the whole family or the whole trip, you but know? But with holidays especially, I get very quesera, yes. you know? Like, okay, the flight's a bit delayed. It's fine. Like, it is what it is. This yeah. is all part of the journey. <laughs> Look how Rastafarian you are <laughs> on holiday. Like, yeah, man. That's me. <laughs> That's my vibe. And I'm also with the kids as well. I'm very like, oh, anything goes a yeah. bit. Like, I know we sort of say this on repeat, but something's only a problem if, if it's, it's a, a problem. problem. Mm-hmm. And so I choose not to see things as problems yeah. and all my worries go away, you know? <laughs> I almost felt like you were going to break into song there. <laughs> it no means worries. no worries. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. Well, I love that for you. Yeah. But, I, yeah, I can see how this would be insanely incensing to Hubs mm-hmm. if he's, like, wound up and you're in, like, hey, man, kick yeah. some rust. but he and I have been communicating a lot about calling each other out when our mood is impacting everyone and I will say we've gotten quite good at it in terms of the calling out but also in terms of the receiving and not leaping to the defensive and trying to like pick a fight and being like what like I can't you know what a life skill well yeah instead both of us will kind of acknowledge it and go okay yeah maybe I am well, and it's a really good thing to teach your kids, right? Because mm. I reckon you can tank a relationship with that shit. Mm. You can actually pull down a family yeah. with that kind of stuff. Because when you're a family unit or even just a couple, like your weekends and your recreational time, really that's all we have. Yeah, You know, we spend a whole week working, getting to school, doing the schedule, going to work, doing the things. And really all you have is that precious downtime. If that precious downtime gets capitalised by someone's fucking mood, mm. it is really hard to forgive that. Yeah, Because, yeah, it's fine if you're in a bad mood, but take it to your room yeah. is what I tell my kids anyway. And we were talking about this with Rafa before. Yeah, it's like you can be in any mood you want. I'm not asking you to shake it off. I'm not asking you to deny your feelings. I'm making space for all your feelings. But once I've done that, in a respectful way, and you're still in a funk, take Take it it to your room room and close the door. It's not the rest of the family's responsibility to live under your storm cloud. Yes. Yeah. I always think of Encanto Mm. and that character who. Her mood affects the weather. Yes. And that's Raph sometimes mm. at the moment. Yeah, because it is a big personality thing. Yes. And also it's an alpha thing. Like I feel like people who are quite like leadership types, mm. 
I think they can sometimes not read the room yeah. that their mood or personality is overtaking and that the quieter, softer, more chill empaths yeah. are absorbing all of that negative stuff Energy, and yeah. taking it on. Yeah. So does Raph comply when you ask her to take well, her mood away? literally this morning I said, hey, honey, it's fine that you're in a grumpy mood. I can tell you've woken up on the wrong side of the bed. It's fine. Mummy has mornings like that too, but can you please take it to your room? Yeah. And? <laughs> she just got more irritable. So it's going great. Yeah. It's going great. So then what? I just sighed. I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to go downstairs and get breakfast then. I just got on with it. But yeah, it was just yeah. like, it just ruined my day a little bit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I thought I just woke up like a normal person with adequate sleep and now I'm cranky. Yeah. You need to apply your merch rule level of non-acceptance to this mm. I reckon like yeah. a, you know you've got your hard line rule against yeah. buying merch you need to apply that to bad moods yeah. it's a life skill that will serve her well I know and she will get better yeah I know she will I believe she will because you know when Rafa's in a mood and she can say really mean things mm. something that really works for her because she is an empath mm. as well is I'll say did that feel good in your body mm. to say that to mummy yeah nice I don't think it would have and she'll like she acknowledges it she'll be like no I didn't yeah like you know try and put words around her feelings Mm. so that works because she doesn't like being an asshole no no one does no one does yeah but sometimes you need a little mirror mirror up to that behavior Mm -hmm. hey dickhead you're being a dickhead yeah (laughs) anyway DLs let us know in the Facebook group if uh you have a travel anxiety buddy and if you've got any ways of communicating that out with them or Mm. if you've got any tricks on how to just let them simmer down yeah de-escalate let the steam out of that pressure cooker yeah let us know what do you do what do you say how do you communicate? Because we are obsessed with communication. We here. are a bit. But we need words like yeah, language. A bit of language. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you can say to your adult partner, hey, it's fine that you're in a terrible mood, but can you take your fucking mood out of my face and to your room? <laughs> no, it doesn't work like that, does it? <laughs> nope. Because you need them to do the lunchboxes. Hun GP. Hit me with your nuts, bud. Have I got a nut spawn for you? Oh, yeah. So. You know how Crocs are back in rotation? I do. Yep. I know. I'm a year behind you. A year behind me. But guess what, Rebsy? There are a whole heap of DLs who are also a year behind you who have now only recently adopted the Croc trend for their kids and are fully on board. Yes, because like, it's so quick and easy to get out the door. Absolutely life-changing. And I've preached about it and now they've tried it and they're preaching about it. We're all on board. Mm-hmm. But there is still a collection of DLs who are like, nah, can't do can't it, do it yeah. because of the stigmas and they're very real. They are. Took me a year to get over it yep. that are attached to Crocs. Because they're fugly? Correct. Yeah. You said it. I mean, there's no denying. I mean, that the ugly shoe trend is a trend. It's not called the like big shoe trend. It's yeah. called the ugly. Ugly shoe trend. Correct. It's like how dad sandals became yeah. very in vogue. It happens. Anyway, Crocs are in. you got to get over it. But I think you're the only millennial I know that says in vogue. Am I? I think so. well, it, it's but, really charming. But everyone knows what it means. Yep, that's true. So back in my box I go. Thank you. Now, as I mentioned, there is a collection of DLs who aren't ready to get on board, which it's fine. I see you. Mm-hmm. Okay. I understand. A girlfriend of mine brought my attention to like the sister of Crocs. Oh. Less fugly, mm-hmm. much more quaint, much more elegant. Quaint. But yes. 
quaint around the foot, as in less chunky, less like, uh-huh. I'm wearing Crocs, stomp, yep. stomp, stomp, look at my gibbets, you know, five. <laughs> They're called. Look at my gibbets. <laughs> I've got a rainbow and a pizza slice. <laughs> Here I come. <laughs> They're called native shoes. Oh, we had natives. Yes. Now, DLs, if you don't know what native shoes are, they carry all of the same benefits as Crocs in terms of them being waterproof, they're slip-ons for kids, they have holes in them, they're breathable, blah, 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 but they look more like a sneaker. Yeah. And they're they're, not as slip-on as a Croc. I don't know, Rizzy. They're not. not. Okay. Not for a toddler. Sure. But it's still put your foot in and just. Yeah, but it's not super human. Like, let's go. Sport mode on. Yeah, but also you're getting rid of the ugly factor. Oh, is These that worth string? another minute? I don't know. Per foot? Minute? That's Yeah, because a toddler will need to sit down. Hard disagree. They'll need to put the front of the foot in. They'll need to get the back in. And then when they stand up, it pops out while they're trying to get the other foot in. I think that means you need to buy the size up because it sounds like they're too small for this imaginary toddler that you're talking about. No. They are slip and slide off your trot. Very easy. And they're streamlined looking. They're cute. They're they come really in cute nice looking. colors. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out they're there. They're a similar as price option. point to Crocs yes. from memory. Okay. Hard wearing, durable, great range of colors, but just less offensive. Okay. I'm kind of fond of the offensive nature of Crocs at oh, this point. I am a full like I, convert. Like when I see a kid in, like a mutual friend of ours, Tamara, her kid is currently rocking like these hectic hot pink Crocs. And she's teeny tiny. And when I see her, I'm like, fucking baller. Like, I love it. Like, I'm fond of the feet. Yes. <laughs> I've finally arrived at this exact place. Yeah. And yet still going for that neat, nice native. It's just for those DLs who are that way inclined. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. I'm just offering options, yeah, Rev. Yeah, that's nice. And if you can't cross over to the Fuggers footwear. Crocs, yeah. <laughs> Fuggers footwear. Lovely yes. alliteration there. A native shoe is right for you. Mm-hmm. I think the natives are the Euro version. I always thought Crocs were like German or something like that, but they're American. That does not surprise me. It surprised me. I thought mm. this could only come from the depths of fashion weirdness, which mm. is Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Scando. No, the Scandos would never. I'm sure the Scandos had something to do with natives. I don't know. They wear clogs in the Netherlands. Crocs are definitely. Not in Scandinavia. Okay, sure. But in the Netherlands, Mm -hmm. I would argue that Crocs were modelled off clogs. They're very similar. It's that bulbous head around the toe and then a strap around the back for sure. Okay, well, that's not Scandinavia. (laughs) (laughs) Hear me with your nuts. (laughs) Jem's powering down the end of the day yeah. she's powering down hear me with your not um it's shopping it's mid-range reasonable lovely boutique shopping from a small mum run business mm. could we love it more if you are like every one of us basic bitches i include myself just going to be wearing cute matching sets this summer which we all are mm-hmm. because who doesn't want to roll around in basically gorgeous stylish pajamas it just makes you feel so put together makes you feel put together but it's comfy yeah. you don't have to make any decisions because it's like that shirt go with those shorts done. and my crocs done <laughs> not your crocs Okay, well, I'm wearing my Crocs. Good for you. Anyway, there's this gorgeous store called Run to the Sun. They are a mum and daughter, I believe. They are on Instagram. They have a very easy to shop Instagram and website. They have everything you can imagine, like everything that's in trend that you want to fill in your wardrobe gaps with. 
they have it. They've got really colourful thing, gorgeous, fun prints. Can you talk us through the price point? Uh, like how much would a shirt and so shorts So it's like set? more than cotton on, less than seed. Okay. Like it's that mid-range kind of lovely. They have a bricks and mortar store in Edelong Beach um, if you're up that way. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they have a great e-com, great Instagram. It's just super seamless and easy. The shipping is really fast and I'm sure you can DM them as well. They've just got everything you want. Like, you know, those cute little kind of like Mediterranean prints that you like at the moment checkers I just went on their bestsellers page and yes they have great stuff and they've got like everything for the dopamine download but also the like really chill beachside palette as well and if DL's just to be a little bit more specific on price points like you're talking $120 for For a set set. so yeah exactly what Revzy said a little more than cotton on a little less than seed yeah anyway big fan I just got some things recently really really cool just feel good happy experience all round and I know we all are going to be living in that kind of thing this summer this hot hot summer that's incoming if you liked the Alame sets that Gemini wore in the live show the silk ones with the like hand painter it's that kind of it's vibe it's not that, it's not yeah. that fully elevated like f- almost like out to dinner it's more like you could wear it to the beach you could wear it to the shops you wear it to school pickup but you could also dress it up for dinner or mm. like and they do really cute styling videos if you're just lost you know sometimes you're like oh I love that but oh how would that actually look on me they're just like these great women who do cute little styling reels and things so you know exactly how to pull it all together it's just yeah, a good little find. Do you know what I felt scrolling through their new release? Mm. Happy. Happy. Mm. Their prints bring joy. Do you know what I felt? Happy. <laughs> their prints bring joy. Gem's tired. I'm powering down. It's school pickup. We've got to power down. Get you out of here. Oh, DLs, we love you so much. We love you so much. And thank you so much for all the feedback about last week's episode. Yeah, it, was. it was a bit of a roller coaster, full of light and shade, went to places we didn't expect. But also quite deep, Gem, like being so vulnerable and sharing with us your origin story mm-hmm. of school. Like it really had everything, bit of erotic fiction. But the erotic fiction, Revs. We do want to hear more about if that turned on anyone's husband. Keep that coming, guys. And for those who have challenged me, I hand on heart and Gem can back me up. It's a true story, not Mm -hmm. fabricated at all. It's not Gem or I. It is a true story that happened to a friend of mine. And not like it happened to a friend. It actually happened. (laughs) So (laughs) buckle up, you know. If anyone has any stories like that, I want to hear them. Yeah. Like, has anyone ever sent you mm. an out of the blue email or mm. a bit of creativity trying to win you or woo you or get your attention that just missed the mark? Yes, we I, love these cringe stories. Like, I want to yeah. hear. I want to hear about some romantic cringe. Yes. I want to hear about some big sweeping statements, some like grand gestures that didn't quite hit. That's what I want to hear about because that story. Gave me days of dopamine. DLs, please, please, please slide into our DMs. Or if you want to send us any samples of works, that <laughs> we are, we're taking that have been we're sent taking submissions. Way. Yep. Um, <laughs> feel free to email us at hello at we don't have time for this dot com. Yes. Uh, we'd love to have a read. We sure would. And a cackle and a giggle. We'll be back in your ears bright and early on Friday with the Bestie Hotline. See you then. Bye bye. Bye.